Hey, Nickelheads! Over the past weeks, John and I have been out exploring nickel properties in Northern Ontario. But you know what? We'll be back next week with a brand new episode on deep ocean mining. In the meantime, enjoy some unscripted conversations we've had in the studio. And remember to think nickel and have a green day. I'll share a 24-hour day, okay? Mm -hmm. It's the only factor that truly keeps all of the human race equal. And it's what you want to do with those 24 hours, right? So, you know, if you're all about trying to make money and you're working 18 hours a day, well, first of all, you should have a ton of money if that's how much you're working Mm -hmm. because everything else is going to suffer. Number one, your wife's the pool boy for sure, okay? (laughs) You're fat as for sure. Your kids don't even know who you are. Um, your friends probably don't like sort of, so I always like to say that there's probably four or five things that I think are important. So I'm see, this is what I was trying to parallel. Well, health, health is up there, right? People say, Hey, I'm healthy. Business. Great. Business is health, friends, family. Family. The fifth is always the wild card. I always like, for me, I like to throw a spiritual thing in there. You got to have something that makes us acknowledge that there's something bigger than we are. Something that humbles us, right? Mm -hmm whether it's a belief in God or whatever, okay? So those five things you need to spend time on, on a regular basis, whether it's a daily or a weekly experience, right? You know what? COVID has helped us really uh, focus on those item number five, item number four, things that are beyond the, hey, health and, and uh, well, health is very important, especially now during this uh, these crazy pandemic times, mm-hmm. right? Um we are recording, by the way, John, in okay. case you want to keep going. So here. let me ask you this question then. Yeah. You know, so what I so if we've established that the definition of success has more to do with balance than something monetary or singular singularity, right? Right. You know, how do we kind of take that concept of balance and possibly even relate it to efficiency and apply it to different things? Like it could be a personal experience. It could be a business experience. It could be technology. And I was actually trying to relate that concept of balance to the battery and right. energy storage. It's and all energy. about balance. It's about balance in the battery that creates the right. energy density and the success as well. Right. So getting the most. Well, that you can could have been a little bit deep, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we are getting a little philosophical, but you know what? That's okay. Nothing right. wrong with that. And being able to relate things and, you know, just on a personal, it, level, on a personal yeah. level and bring, you know, those personal kind of like um, revelations over to more of a, you know, how the things, how things work in the, in the world and in, in the universe. It's not, it's not a bad thing. I, I think people do that all the time. You know, some of the greatest discoveries were finding the simplest things around them. Like, uh, I don't know if it really worked out this way, but um you know, we had Newton with the apple falling out of the tree. And it's like, hey, you know, gravity's interesting. Let me study this a little bit more. You know, and Einstein just watching how things work in a practical way and going, wait a minute, motion is relevant to me, but and, and energy and, and whatnot is, you know, there's some relevancy here, you know, relationship. Well, there's, here. there's a phrase that, you know, I always say that my kids will put both of these phrases on my tombstone because I say it to them all the time. Number one, they'll tell you, I say it to them all the time, is connect the dots. So to connect the dots just means be aware of your environment. Be in constant, be constantly aware of your environment, which means use your senses, your sight, your smell, your ears, your touch. 
And I personally go through that all the time. Like you can avoid most problems. You can minimize the impact of most problems if your senses are in tune. You leave the pot, you leave a pot on the stove, right? All of a sudden, you smell something. You smell right? some- if you're not paying attention, you well, hear- all of a sudden, hopefully the, you're not- the fire department's showing up at your doorstep. I was going right? to say, hopefully you're not like uh, hearing something. <laughs> water, water running, <laughs> taps running, something. The toilet's overflowing. Right. Right. You know, you're taking what could be a massive cascading insurance claim. Oh, instead, you're just wetting a few towels to dry it up. That's because you're connecting the dots and you're aware of your environment. The thing I tell, like to tell them all the time is... You learn more by listening than talking. Okay. Is that why now, God gave us two ears and one mouth, John? Correct. Yeah. So <laughs> if that's the case, our audience hopefully will be learning a lot because we're the ones doing the talking, which means maybe we're not learning a whole lot. I don't know. Okay. Just quick discussion here. Uh, three, two, one. So we're talking about Simon Moores, who's the managing director of Battery Minerals. Uh, an advisory firm called Benchmark Mineral Intelligence. And back in 2019, I think like February 2019, he appeared before a U.S. Senate Committee uh, committee for Energy and Minerals. And he talked about, he sounded the alarm, really, on the lack of domestic supply chain in the U.S. for battery minerals like lithium, cobalt, nickel, and graphite. And um, it's interesting because, you know, fast forward now, we're here in 2021, Biden's pushing out his big infrastructure plan. Big part of that is energy and electric cars and electric, uh, you know, uh, infrastructure. And he is, uh, they're putting a whole bunch of money. We're talking billions of dollars. I don't know how the exact numbers in front of me. I was reading this last night mm-hmm. uh, just before I was dozing off. And, uh, you know, to battery supply, battery manufacturing. Uh, go, John. Like, yeah. what's, so, so yeah, fill in the blanks there. So there's a few things. Number one. There, there are discussions about uh, strategic minerals. What do you think of when you think of strategic minerals? It sounds kind of ominous, right? It's almost like something out of Top Gun. And, uh, you know, the, the U.S. during the Trump administration prided themselves on being energy independent. Okay, and their energy independency came from, obviously, their oil reserves because uh, the Trump administration was pushing more traditional forms of energy independence like coal and oil. Coal and oil, yeah, petrol. Well, the world is obviously moving away from that. And uh, for lack of a better phrase, I think the U.S. has found themselves caught with their pants down, okay? In a big way. Uh, the U.S. was actually advised in 2008 about the need to pursue strategic strategic minerals battery supply chain, things of that nature. And they chose to ignore it. Who picked up the ball back then? China. So right. China globally controls, I forget the percentage, actually. It's it large. It could be as high as two-thirds, maybe, mm-hmm. of of the world's um, battery supply chain, strategic and EV, minerals. EV manufacturing. And, yeah. yeah. So, you know, Simon Moore addressed, uh, Moore's rather, sorry, uh, from Benchmark Minerals, addressed U.S. Senate about the need to pursue strategic minerals and battery supply chain minerals, uh, rare earths, to, uh, to maintain, um, you know, if, you're a, if you consider yourself a, a sovereign nation, when you think of a sovereign nation, you don't want to rely, uh, you don't want to be held hostage by any other country for any reason. Uh, 
and uh, which is why the U.S. Uh, through the Biden administration is starting to pursue. Uh, strategic minerals uh, and the battery supply chain. Apparently, uh, Biden about an hour ago um, was uh, at a talk over at Ford. You know, doing a sneak peek, uh, battery powered the, uh, the the new F F one fifty. He was doing um, kind of like a, uh, I guess, a PR thing uh, with the press there and everything in Michigan. And uh, he's basically talking about electric vehicles and how the U.S. has to really step up its game. So it's pretty much right in line with the Biden administration is in line. They're picking up the ball. They're, they're trying to run with it at this stage. Question is, well, how far behind are they? Well, you know, let's let's think about one of our favorite words, efficiency. OK, Leo's favorite word, efficiency, certainly one of my favorite words. Um, you need to source your battery supply chain domestically. Locally, yeah. You need to manufacture domestically. It doesn't make sense to buy nickel from the Philippines and Indonesia or uh, places in the Southern Hemisphere, which, by the way, are predominantly laterite deposits, and have them processed in China and then shipped to North America Doesn't for make use sense. in the battery supply chain. Right. We have to rely on domestic supply. Yeah, he's saying, look, the future of the auto industry is electric. There's no turning back. This is exact Biden words. He said this at the Ford plant. He declared that the U.S. is in a race against China to lead the global market for electric cars. So the game is on. The game is on. And you know what? I wonder what the Vegas odds are because... If I were a betting man, oh, I, I would which put, I am, <laughs> I'd have to put my money on on the U.S. I, yeah, I, think I would here. not. Even though, even though I think the U.S. has has been caught behind the eight ball a little bit, uh, I think they're going to make up for it in the next couple. They of still years. represent the largest economy in the world. I know there's talk about China catching up and all that, but you know what? The U.S. is by far the largest economy in the world currently. And, and who, with them who is, is the, their number one trading partner. Well, now. we'd like to think ourselves as Canadians are. And, we are. And, we are. And we're you know we're land we're landlocked. We're not landlocked, but we're land land budded, I guess. Or you know we have a land border. So transporting yeah. uh, raw materials the, the and long, commodities longest, makes a lot of sense. Um, oh, what's the phrase, Michael? You might have to look this up for me, uh, Michael, in the control room. What the longest uh, border, the longest border, but the longest trading undefended border. How about oh, that? Yeah. Is that the word? I don't know. Could it be? Yeah. Well, you know what? It, it is. Uh, the it, it's the border. here it is. I there pulled it up. Go. The 49th, 49th parallel. parallel. There it is. Thanks, Mike. Well, the good news is I'm 53 years old and my concerns about early onset dementia are <laughs> All good things come with age, uh, John. You know, you're 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 like good wine. You know, you you get better with age. So I'm, I'm mentioning this for a reason. Okay, what is Canada known for? Our natural raw resources. resources yeah. So it would only make sense that the U.S. partners up. We're the largest oil uh, trading partner for the U.S. Yeah. Next to Saudi Arabia, yeah. I believe. You know, look at the what is it. Uh, 20, 25% of the world's fresh water. Is well, I do Canada. know all the lumber right now. 
uh, the stuff that's like five times priced is coming from Canada. We're, we're a big uh, lumber trader, diamonds. We got all kinds of minerals and metals. Mm-hmm. And, and nickel is a very important resource as we have agreed on and understand, you know, with the electric uh, battery manufacturing. Yeah. So and it, it com- totally coming makes back sense. to, to uh, energy independence, battery supply chain, strategic minerals, where the U.S. may be lacking where, where would the most logical place to turn be? Canada. Canada. Absolutely. So, you know, certainly um, there is a, a strong case for an alliance, uh, a stronger alliance between Canada and the U.S. to supply uh, nickel and cobalt, copper, things of that nature. Makes sense. For I- the battery revolution, right? Yeah. Yeah. 